Hi, you're listening to Living Life on Purpose, and I'm your host, Matt Wilson. The goal of this show is for us to sit down with successful people who also live a life of purpose. We want you to hear their stories, understand that they've had to overcome adversity, how their faith has played a role, and ultimately we want you to be encouraged by the things that you hear so that you can walk through similar situations. We hope you enjoy. Today on the show, we have Joe Newton. Joe is a business process consultant who works with companies and industries ranging from construction to real estate to educational services. He is also a gifted connector who loves using his experience, skills, and relationships to empower and develop other entrepreneurs and business owners to advance the kingdom of God. He endeavors to epitomize excellence, integrity, and joy in everything he does. Aside from consulting, Joe's a licensed real estate broker, investor, and co-host of the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast, a podcast focused on helping entrepreneurs find freedom through partnering with God in their business. His vision is to empower 10,000 business leaders to partner with God and run profitable businesses. Joe currently lives in Allen, Texas with his amazing wife and toddler. Joe, it's an honor to have you here today. Hey, Matt, it's an honor to be here. Yes, it's, um, it's always exciting to have guests from from all over the place, but but especially uh, people with energy and passion like yours. And I'm just so thankful that we were able to meet at the Heaven and Business Conference a couple months ago. You know, some of the folks I've never met in person, but you know, it is exciting when you've had some time to to spend a, a little little FaceTime one on one outside of just these interviews. So a lot of fun to to get to know you over the last couple months. Yeah, I, I would say it was so encouraging going to that specific conference and being around so many like-minded people of those who not only are passionate about, you know, being in the marketplace in business, but how do you bring the Lord in there and and help people deal with their awesomeness within that that sphere. So so much fun. Yes, it's uh it's a very inc- exciting environment to be a part of and uh, I would highly encourage any of you out there that are listening and trying to figure out how to partner with Holy Spirit in your business. Uh, heaven and business out of Bethel, a great way to uh, to do that. And then Joe's going to share some ways that uh, that you can uh, try and figure that out as well. So I'm excited to hear what he has to say. So Joe, you are a kingdom minded business person. How did that start? How did you get to the point that you're at now? Yeah. So to begin with, I think it kind of started in in my my regular life just wanting to have a relationship with the Lord uh, past. So when I, I grew up, I grew up in the South. I, I think you're in the South as well. And and as many of us growing up in the South know, you kind of assume you're Christian a lot of the times just because, I mean, isn't everybody? And I, I grew up, I considered myself Christian. I went to Bible camp. I, I think I, I prayed the prayer at least four to five times. Um, you know, to, to check that box. But then my senior year of, of high school, uh, right as I was going into college, I remember having the specific thought, I call myself a Christian, but I've never even really read the Bible. And that was the beginning of a long, long adventure to where I started reading the Bible. And then I, I started uh, talking with my good friend whose dad eventually became my spiritual mentor and father and and learning about the the spiritual gifts and learning that God actually speaks. And from there, building that relationship with God, I, I, I continue to endeavor to, to make that an active relationship, whether that was just hearing his voice for others or praying for the sick. And inevitably, when God led me into uh, starting my own business, I think about five or six years ago, uh, 
it was just already ingrained as, as who I was. And the excellence, integrity, and joy, those are the three pillars that God gave me when I was first creating my business. So all of my businesses are, are EIJ, you know, XYZ from there. And I, as I've gone, I, I've just had a heart to, to be more than just putting the, the fish on the door. I, I want people to, to know that, that I'm different because of the experience that they have. And, and I believe that that's by partnering with God. So that's, that's the quick answer as far as how I got to, to where I am right now. Well, that's really exciting. And, you know, you mentioned something that is, uh, it should be basic, but unfortunately, uh, a lot of cultural Christianity, especially most people have never read the Bible. And so when you actually start to read the word of God and you truly know what his word says, and I would encourage everybody out there, if you have not read the Bible, read it, not just, you know, little snippets. I mean, we all know this verse, that verse, whatever. Read the entire thing cover to cover and know exactly what it says and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. Because every time you read the word of God, something new can get illuminated. The the revelation and, and the things that the Holy Spirit can do as you're just going through his word, I mean, there are things that that I know that, you know, I, I know that I've seen it multiple times, like John 14, 12, for example. Truly, I tell you, anyone who believes will do the same works, if not greater, because I'm going to be with the Father. That's Jesus speaking. And he's telling us that we can do the same works, if not greater. I want to know what that looks like. But the first time I read it, the second time I read it, the third time, I don't know how many times it was, but but I read it and it jumped off the page and it was fully illuminated. I'm like, Wow. He means what I think he means. It's like what we need to try for that, you know? So I do think that that is extremely powerful. And that's awesome that, that as you started to read the word and then you start to, to deal with, you know, spiritual mentors, hey, what does this mean? What does this look like being walked out? So as you started to do that, the word started to come alive and, and you started to walk in the fullness of, you know, who Jesus called you to be. So as you started to do that, what, what did that look like in your business and in, you know, other aspects of your life. What did what did people say as far as you? Hey, wait, wait. What does this What does this mean? How how to how are you going to do business as a, as a follower of Jesus? Tell me about that. Yeah. So one of my favorite verses that God gave me years ago when I was first kind of starting to walk in all this was Hebrews ten twenty four, and and I'm a King James guy uh, in my my upbringing. So in King James it says, "Provoke one another unto love and good works." And for me, at, if at the end of my days, that was the thing that was said about me, Joe lived a life that he provoked others unto love and good works. And of course, Jesus being the full manifestation of love, like that's, that's what I, I want to personify in everything that I do. Uh, for me and, and Joe speak, if I call it, it's helping others to deal with their awesomeness. And business is just an excuse to build a relationship. Because a, a lot of times I, I think uh, rebuking or chastising in the in the Bible, you see that it comes within the context of a specific relationship. Like you're not going and rebuking the random person that you don't know. Uh, you you don't have any um, you don't have any capital with them as far as relationship goes. You 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 don't have the ability for them to know that they care. And and what I've seen is that through business. When I'm working with a client, 
I get to be one-on-one with them face-to-face. And because I have a relationship where I'm endeavoring to hear God's voice continually, like it's, it's part of my morning startup routine to where I'm going to pray for or prophesy over at least one person. And so I'm, I'm, it's like going to reps at the gym, right? Like I'm always endeavoring to, to grow in my confidence in hearing God's voice so that when I am face to face with them, I'm, 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 I'm open to hearing God's voice. And, and whether that's through a word of knowledge about maybe like a, a physical healing, I've had clients back when I was a, just an agent and showing them houses and, you know, gotten to see their, their knee get healed, or that's about, a specific relationship of maybe some forgiveness that they need to deal with, but I'm, I'm attuned to hearing that voice and through the, the medium, if you will, of, of business, I get an opportunity to where people know me, they know that I care about them and, and they know that I'm, I have their best interest at hand when I share something that maybe be out, might be out of their grid if they're not a Christian or they're not someone who's used to something like, like healing or hearing from God. So that's kind of what it looks like for, for me on the day-to-day is just being attuned and, and, and intentional about hearing his voice and, and loving the person in front of me so that I can be bold and, and confident. One of my, my big prayers is, Father, give me the confidence to hear your voice and, and the, the boldness to share what you tell me. So that's, that's kind of what it looks like for me on the, on the day-to-day. That's really good. And, you know, to me, it's really exciting when, you know, number one, the body of Christ fully comes alive. But number two, when people come into a business setting and they were expecting one thing, but they get another, you know, so, you know, people come into my office and we've seen people get healed in this office. And it is amazing because they thought that we were just going to talk about their money, but we end up like they, they save a copay, you know, that's even better. And, you know, and it is exciting, but at the same time, like, that's just what the word says that we're supposed to do. Heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead and cure those with leprosy or COVID. Uh, You know, from that standpoint, like that was the call for all disciples of Christ. And the disciples were not just those original men that, that walked with him. Anybody who follows the Lord, anyone who believes what he says and anybody who does what he says that they should do, those are disciples. So we should see the signs, wonders, and miracles follow us everywhere that we go because Christ in us is the hope of glory. So that is extremely exciting. And it doesn't matter that we're in the marketplace because Paul was in the marketplace. You know, Jesus was a carpenter and Paul was a tent maker. You know, Peter was a fisherman. You know, they were in the marketplace before they started walking with the Lord. And then Paul continued to, to do those things uh, even after, you know, he started walking with the Lord. So I, I think that this notion that you've got to be in a pulpit in order to, you know, bring the, the message of God, I, I think that that's completely off. So as you are practicing hearing God's voice each day, you're receiving words of knowledge or words of wisdom or uh, just a prophetic message for those people. You know, you're releasing those things. And as you do that, you're seeing things start to shift in conversations. I'm sure that there are things that that uh, happen in those conversations that would not have happened otherwise. So as you have that courage and the boldness, it is exciting to, to see what God does next. So so what does that look like after you deliver these words? What did, what are 
what are some of the reactions that you get from from people that may not have had any experience with this prior? Well, I'd say it's 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 across the board. You know, it's it's so funny. And for for your audience out there, I if if you haven't prayed for a whole lot of people, especially sometimes with healing, you know, if you pray for someone and they have a broken hand or a tumor or something very obvious and it goes away, you would think like, oh my geez, they'll freak out and, you know, run and tell the world. And sometimes it's it's not. It's a lot more muted and people need that space, especially if that's something new to help process that. And so that's that's reaction sometimes. Sometimes it's 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 somewhat muted, it's it's somewhat reserved, which is totally fine because you know the Lord says that that to some, you know, they're they're sowing seeds, to others, they're they're reaping the harvest, right? And and so when I pray for someone, I love them in a way and give them a word or or I, I pray and I, I see them physically healed, maybe that's just spreading a seed to where they know, like, hey, God thinks you're awesome and he wants you to deal with that. And and to others, you know, maybe sometimes then you go and you're like, hey, can I tell you more? So sometimes it's 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 the muted. Some some people are very, very muted with that. And then others, it's it's one of those to where over time you can speak about your relationship with God. Maybe you give them a word of, of encouragement. So my brother and I, uh, we he's a half brother, so we we grew up in different households. And we, we didn't start getting close until later in life, till after I was 18. And it was funny, once he, he got older and I started talking to him a lot about like college stuff, like, hey, how do you deal with grandparents, you know, with tuition helping? And how do you, you know, do this class or these interpersonal or girls or whatever? I would have those type of conversations, not necessarily like blatant Jesus conversations, because he, he doesn't believe in the Lord. but over time, he would start asking me more. He'd be like, well, what about this? What about this? And then not too long ago, he was like, hey, will you and Taylor pray? Will you get a word for me? And so I know that over time, even though he had a very muted uh, uh, reaction to begin with, it was it was setting seeds. So now he's beginning to be more open and we can go deeper in conversations together and so, so that's just kind of the few. And, and I have had a couple of the people you pray for them and they open up right away and you go deeper in a conversation. Um, but, but usually I'll say most of the time it's, it's people, you can see the, the wheels turning because they, they have to, uh, the way I like to say it, it's like, okay, you just saw God manifesting himself and that's a little out of your grid. So either you're crazy or this person you're talking to is crazy, <laughs> or this might be real, and that's big. And so some people they need they need time to to process through that. But that's kind of the the ways there. And 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 I'm so glad you brought up as far as sometimes with your with a client, like there's a specific outcome within your business that they get blessed with. And and I think that's becoming more and more for me recently is seeing how we as as Christian entrepreneurs can operate at a level of excellence and serve our clients, whether believers or not, to where they're, we're blessing their finances. Like you're, you're a financialologist. So you're literally helping them with their finances, whether they believe in God at this point or not. And they're seeing the fruit of a little literal ROI on their return. And I think it's the same way. It's like uh, one of the guys 
that I'm really good friends with, he works with Fortune 500 companies a lot. And there was this company he was working with who had this really complex organizational problem. And in the middle of a board meeting, he says, can, can I have a second? And God downloaded him this organizational structure. He goes up to the whiteboard and just starts putting it up there. And it's the solution to this complicated problem they've all been trying to fix for months. And then they, they asked the question. It was a setup from God, right? Like, how did you do that? What, why did you just bring that up? And it's a, you know, you really want to know. But that's in a way that he partnered with God to bring a solution that they had that wasn't necessarily even the, the Holy Spirit healings, you know, words that, that we associate always with, with doing the stuff. It, it was a, a practical application that blessed someone who is a non-believer. So I don't remember your original question there, but I, I think I went off and hopefully I answered it. No, it's it's really exciting. You know, number one, I'm I'm glad to hear that you get some of the muted responses because I'm kind of torn because I get really excited when I see God do miraculous stuff. But then at the same time, we should just expect God to do miraculous stuff because he's a God of miracles. You know, but, you know, it's, it's interesting because Friday uh, I was sharing testimonies with my guys in small group. And the left the small group and the guy, I ended up seeing one of them in the gym and he said, uh, hey, would you pray for my wife? I heard the testimonies and she battles headaches. And I said, sure. You know, I've seen a lot of headaches healed. And so uh, I've been healed of migraines myself. And so uh, we were actually traveling that afternoon as a family. And so I, he sent me a text. He said, is now a good time for you to talk? And we'd stopped at a gas station. So I called him while we we're at the gas station. And end up giving her testimony. Hey, I've been healed of migraines. I know what it's like to be in excruciating pain. And then after I got healed, I've prayed for other people and I've seen them healed. So I know that God heals people of migraines. And so I pray for her and she just starts to weep over the phone. And afterwards, you know, she said she felt better. And then he texts me later on. He was like, you know, my wife is just walking around with this sense of bewilderment she has no idea what just happened, but but the pain is gone. Her vision is back. The tenseness in her neck is is relieved. And then he sent me a text yesterday morning. He said, still no headaches since you prayed. That was Friday. This was Sunday. And then I saw him at the gym yesterday afternoon. He said, you know, Matt, what I didn't tell you was she has been having headaches every day for years, years. I had no idea. I just knew that Jesus healed of headaches. And uh, so that's the exciting thing. Like sometimes we put, uh, you know, the severity of the problem higher than what God's capable of doing. But at the same time, like every response is going to be different. She had no context because she's been dealing with this pain for years. She had no context for miraculous healing because she hadn't seen that. So that is really important. And that just helped me because Sometimes I'm like, man, why, why aren't people excited about this? But they don't even know what just happened because doctors have told them that this is impossible to get rid of other than, you know, she was walking around with goodies powder every day that she had to take. Like when something outside of the norm, outside of the natural takes place and they don't have that paradigm to even fit it in, like it, it is amazing. But the cool thing is, you know, when we walk in this on a regular basis, we get to see it on a regular basis. So it becomes normal to us. And so even though it's not normal to the other people, we're just, okay, God did it again. Praise God. You know, it's, it's exciting. Stay tuned. We'll have more Living Life on Purpose after we hear from one of our sponsors. 
Are you a business person that's hungry for more of the Holy Spirit at work? Partnering with God is what you were designed for. Experiencing God at work and being a blessing to the city that you live in is accessible to every believer. Hearing from God for your business and city shouldn't feel mysterious or inaccessible. Heaven and Business exists to give you access to the tools and training you need to equip you to grow with God in business and influence. Begin with our free trial and an online membership, then explore the events, community, and other resources. Check out heavenandbusiness.com today if this is what you're looking for, and I promise you won't be disappointed. And now, back to Living Life on Purpose with your host, Matt Wilson. When you're talking to Christian business people, because you consult with a lot of people, what do you see is the biggest fear or concern that they have in walking in these things that we're talking about when you're trying to give them guidance? I'd say the the biggest one, and, and this is probably whether you're in business or not, is one, you either, they don't want to be viewed as the preachy Bible beater person. They they don't want to, you know, be known for that persona. And the, the other is, you know, well, I don't want to lose a client for that. I don't want to insult this person or I want to be professional might, might be there. You know, I want to, I want to keep it professional. Uh, the, those might be the, some of the, the bigger reasons that I, I think people, the, the roadblocks that they put up for themselves. But it's so good when we actually dive into those, like, okay, what's, what's at the, the, the root of that cause? Cause for a lot of people, it's, it's the, just, the fear. I, I don't want to step out. I mean, what happens if they don't get healed, right? What happens if the word is wrong? And 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 I think that's that's again in business or or outside uh, of of business. Those those are the the two that that we deal with. But I and I'm sure you're you're very similar with this. The the more people that I pray for, the more that I see get healed. Even though sometimes I I pray and they a lot I they don't get healed and. Or like you, you mentioned with, with there, like you pray and they think they're healed, but they're like, oh, well, when I wake up tomorrow and some people, when they wake up tomorrow, you know, it comes back, but you get to pray for them again. It, it's so encouraging that one verse, right? The uh, Jesus had to pray for the blind guy twice. It, you, you think like, okay, he did that just for me. Cause if, if he had to pray twice, then, then I get three or four or eight. Um, but, but those are probably the, the biggest fears I, I think are, are people that, are afraid to represent God and it not happen or to, to break that sort of professionalism barrier. Well, I, I do think that that is in line with what I hear from other people as well. And, you know, the, the thing that I just want to encourage all of you out there with is you know, number one, one day we will all face an audience of one. One day we will have to answer for every single decision we made on this earth. And, and it's not going to be a boardroom. It's not going to be a stockholders meeting. It's not going to, to be, you know, face to face with our clients. It's going to be answering to the king of kings. And so on that day of judgment, he'll ask, what did you do with the talents and gifts that I gave you? And so from that standpoint, we're all called to be a good steward. So if you've got the ability to witness to someone, then then you're called to witness. If you've got the ability to pray, then you're called to pray. And so from that standpoint, um, I, I do think that, that the fear of man is the greatest concern that most business people have. And, you know, for me, I had that fear years ago. Oh, I'm, I'm like, the Lord is calling me to walk in something that, you know, what's going to happen to my business? And, 
And initially I lost 40% of my income when I started this firm. Now, that was because I believe the Lord needed to, to shift my trust from my stuff to him. But at the same time, the more bold I've gotten in my faith, the more I've shared the things that he's doing in my life and in my business. And the more I boldly proclaim who he is and, and pray for people that are in my office, prophesy, whatever it may be, exponential growth. I'm at 130% of my goal for the year. And we're at the midway point of the year right now. Like only God could do that. And I set a goal that was 33% higher than last year because the entire year last year I was at 133. So it's just amazing. I, I continue to get more and more bold and the increase continues to be more and more dramatic. And so it is like, I think that there is that process of walking it out, but but whatever man takes away, God can restore. And whatever the enemy steals, God will repay. So you know, I think that the enemy is constantly trying to get people to be focused on, you know, getting canceled or or losing clients, customers, uh, you know, that the people aren't going to understand when you walk in the boldness and truth that the Lord has placed inside of you. He's not going to lead you to a place and leave you without provision. Like he gives you the vision he's going to give you the provision. So I think that that's extremely important for people to hear and understand. Now, that's not to say that it's going to be, you know, a cakewalk because, you know, we're living in a world that is completely opposite of Jesus Christ. And so uh, I am considered crazy in a lot of circles and I'm OK with that. But but again, I want to be in right standing with him. Uh, so so from that standpoint, you are you're going into these business situations and, you know, the the knowledge and the wisdom that you have you know, oftentimes is going to be the opposite of what the world has to say. You know, how is, you know, the that strategy, how is that mindset, um, how is that received with the people that, that you're dealing with? Yeah, I, I think it's, it it, de- it depends on, on the person because I, I like to call it, you know, a, a God idea versus a good idea because there's, there's a, the right way to do things according to the world. Like, you know, these are proven first principle, you know, this is, this is what you do best to practices. make this, this, yeah, best practices. Yeah. There, there are those things. And I would say a lot of times that's the right way to go. But if you're endeavoring to hear God's voice, you know, I know we both love Shea Bynes, the, the grace over grind. If, if we're operating in a place where we're endeavoring to actively partner with God, and he tells us to go against that, even if that's that's for for our our clients. I, I still think that you share with them, and then if if you need to, uh, again, every situation is going to be slightly different. You can tell them like, "Hey, I feel like God wanted me to share this specific strategy with you. I understand that it is not best practices to do this, but this is what I feel like we need to do." And Sometimes they're like, okay, we'll, we'll trust you. And some decide not to, and that's okay. Just like us, sometimes we decide not to heed God's advice. And uh, that's not to say that he can't get us, you know, GPS redirecting, redirecting, recalculating, uh, pull us back there. But uh, in, in the end, I, I think, and specifically within our businesses, for those who are listening, who are Christian entrepreneurs, uh, know what best practices are like a, a man plans his way, but uh, God directs his steps, right? Like have your plan, 
put it down, be like, hey, this is where I think I'm going to go. This is my best practices, but listen for God's voice. And if God says, step out and go this route, that's that's when you you decide to change and step off the the path a little bit. But it, it's all in that dance and that relationship and hearing God's voice. That's good stuff. So in parting, what advice would you give to somebody who is maybe they've just started walking with the Lord? They have just started uh, trusting him for everything. Uh, what would you say to those people that that want to become that kingdom driven entrepreneur that want to be that spirit led business person, what advice would you give them? I would say two things. The first is whether it's on a scratch piece of paper or in an Evernote file, wherever you want to keep it, start documenting two things. One, the things that you've heard God say about you and your business I would say even for your personal life, put those in there, but within the context of, of business, write down the things that you've heard God say, whether that's to you directly or, or words that you've received from other people. And then the other thing, I would, I would have a directory of the times and the testimonies that you've seen God within your life or within those directly connected to you. So Matt, you and I are on that heaven and business call every Wednesday where people are sharing testimony. I've started opening up an Evernote file to where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be encouraged by that in a couple of days. Like uh, I was sharing with you about my my house uh, that, that we're getting blessed with. Now, when this first started uh, happening, well, to give audience, you guys context, my wife and I are purchasing a, a new house but when we first started, stepped into this a couple of days ago, I didn't even know if we would qualify for the loan. My wife took a pay cut, about half of her pay recently. So I didn't even know if we would qualify for the loan. But I had heard two testimonies. One was Andy Mason talking about how he, God blessed him with the, the funds to get into a new house. And then there was another person on Heaven and Business who was able to sell their house uh, in a buyer's market for above list price. So I was like, I have two testimonies. I'm going to read over those. I'm going to remind myself that God's good. And and so that that's what I would say are the important things, knowing what God has said and what God has done in your life, because the poop is going to hit the fan sometimes. But if you can go back to those rocks and meditate on those, it's going to build your faith again to be like, okay, God, you showed up in my life before. You can do it again. And then from there, I would just say, take small steps. Step out of the boat just a little bit, one bite at a time. If you're like, you know what? I don't know if I can pray and give someone their social security number, birth date, and, and a full word from the Lord. Just ask God, God, what's so, how do you want to encourage Matt today? How would, you, how would you like to encourage him? Or how do you view him, Father? And then God will give you, you know, a little bit of something, a little bit of something. And just step out and share that. And then that's going to build your confidence to continue to step out more. So. I know I snuck in three, but that's my my three things. No, that's good stuff. And uh, as Chris Ballatin told us at the, the conference, poop is good fertilizer. So, what are you fertilizing with? You know that when that when that does hit the fan. Man, I've really enjoyed having you here today. How can people learn more about you and your business or your podcast? 
Yeah, I'd say especially for those of you who are entrepreneurs, check out the Eternal Entrepreneur podcast. It's on all of those fun places. We talk about similar conversations to this. And if you'd like to know more as far as the the business world, uh, eijsolutions.co. And uh, I'd love to just hang out with you, have more of these conversations. I, I think these are so fun. So Yes, definitely fun. And I appreciate you being here. Just again, love your energy, love your passion, and just love your heart for serving people and just showing the goodness of God everywhere that you go. So thank you for being who you are. And uh, if you have enjoyed this conversation, then we hope that you will follow us on Facebook, Living Life on Purpose there. And then also on Instagram, Living Life on Purpose always. So we appreciate you listening and we hope that you will listen again in two weeks.